Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm -hmm. My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There at the Family Podcast for Adults and People Who Like to Gamble. That would be me. You know what really kind of. You know what really triggered this vacation? You're gonna laugh. What do you mean? What triggered? Well, it? how I decided where we were going. Oh, what? Remember a couple weeks ago we were flipping past late night TV. Yeah. And what did, what did we see? I don't know. Poker the gambler or whatever. The gambler part five. Oh yeah. <laughs> and first I went. They made five of those, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember having that discussion and being kind of <laughs> surprised. I was more than kind of surprised. I was like, one song, you're going to belt five movies out of that? All right. And then I decided, you know what? I It's time to go to the casino. We've been talking about it for a long time. So we talked last episode a little bit about it. And we're going to get to the actual going to the casino and what we did there now. Mm-hmm. Imagine there's a little travelogue to the Windstar World Casino. Okay. They're going to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. So we talked a little bit about it last uh, last episode, about how it was like a fucking nightmare getting to this place, even though it's only two hours away. Right. Because, I mean, with the detour of the right. outlet mall, whatever, right. it really, we it took us about four hours. Well, we were to we, actually get we were, into the hotel, right? Because we were fucking around. We went, and it took us way too long to get food and all the rest of that shit. Fine. So we finally get back to the hotel and decide to go in. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit before it's time to check in, but I'm too tired to fuck around with it anymore. And I see plenty of people checking in, so right? I'm, fuck it, I'm gonna go in. So I go in and I said I have a reservation. I give them my name, and she looks at me and she goes, "Do you have a confirmation number?" And I go, "I do." And I started to read it, and I read two digits, mm-hmm. and she said. That's oh. not one of ours. I'm like, what do you mean it's not one of yours? <laughs> I said, well, as you can see from this paper in my fucking hand, I booked this trip a week ago through Expedia. And she goes, yep, that's the problem. Expedia never sends them all the way through. I, I can't even imagine why they would do that. I, I don't either. How is that even don't either. in any way, shape, or form a good business model for Expedia? I, I don't even know how it's acceptable. I'm going to take your information and I'm just going to put it over here. The thing with Expedia was I got an email telling me my trip was booked. And then a couple days before I left, I got an email saying it was confirmed. And then I got a thing that says, click on this link to confirm. And I clicked on it and it it said, working, contacting hotel, your reservation is confirmed. As far as I'm concerned, I'm done now. I did what you told me I had to do. And you told me you got a room for two nights. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. So, and then I just looked at her. And this is the thing that makes me mad. If you work in the hospitality industry, right? Right. And you realize somebody's reservation is fucked. You need to take two seconds. Don't talk and see if you have a fucking vacancy before you open your mouth again. Don't you think? I totally agree. Don't just sit there and let everybody panic at the other end. Don't just say, don't just say, don't, don't just say you don't have a reservation and then look at me. Cause that's what she did. She just looked at me. Like, what were we supposed to say? Um, okay, that's fine. We're out of here. No. Right. Right. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, yeah, and I'm not going to be able to honor the rates that they gave you. Yeah. That, okay. to me, it was like, mm, I'm smelling a scam here. Well, and I just looked at Bait her and said, switch. and said, the rates that they gave me are the same as the rates on your website. So they better be fucking right. So she looked it up. And she goes, okay, we do have a room. 
it's a good thing because sometimes we don't. Okay, bitch. You're making everybody freak out for no reason. Right. Fine. We get reservations. Fine. Fine. We go up to the hotel room, dodging the bellhops every step of the way. Hotels, this is the other thing. Your bellhops provide a service, and I understand that, and some people need that service. You know how you can tell who needs that service? They pull right up to the front fucking door of the hotel and start wheeling their shit out. Right. Those people, you take their stuff. If you see me walk into the hotel with my bag, I have seen you. I know what your function is, and I would prefer you not take my bag and then extort me for $10 for taking my bag upstairs. Right. Plus, ours is on wheels anyway, so how hard is it? We're, we're two healthy, able-bodied adults. We can carry right. our two bags, okay? Mm. Leave us alone. We dodge them. We head up to the room. We get in the room, and I look at the fucking thermostat, and I go, it's hot in here. <laughs> yeah. The thermostat says it's 78 fucking degrees in my hotel room. I don't mean to be a dick. It's summer in Dallas. 78 degrees ain't going to cut it. <laughs> Especially not when I'm trying to sleep at night. Uh, it's got to be kind of chilly. Well, the, I like to be cold. Yeah, I know you do. The, the big problem in a hotel room is, and I don't know why they don't, they've never figured this out. Put the thermostat by the window. Okay? Half of your room is going to, because hotel windows are so big, half of your room is going to be much hotter than the other half. And I mean much hotter. Like, if it was 78 across the room by the thermostat, it was 85 over by the window. You know what I mean? Right. I live in a civilized world where I don't have to live in 85 degree temperatures right now. Maybe and peak. I'm on vacation. It better be coming. Right, exactly. So I said, you know what, fuck this shit. And I cranked it down to 60. Fuck you assholes, I'll teach you to pay. Set it right the first time, I won't have to crank it down so far. I'm paying a lot for this room. I know I paid more than the electricity is going to cost, so suck it. Right. So I crank it down, and then we decide to go down and check out the casino. Now, the one complaint I have about the Windstar World Casino, and it's a big one. It's a very nice hotel. Don't get me wrong. Nobody that works there knows shit. And they don't put any information in the room about anything. Like, they have two or three different players clubs. There's no information about any of that shit in your room. None of it. If you go down and ask to sign up, they will happily sign you up for the players club. They will give you a fucking card, and they will wish you a merry day. Yeah, they don't explain about any of the perks, <laughs> nothing like that. Just keep put this into the machine while you're playing, and it'll keep track of your earnings. Why? Okay. Is, am I going to get something? Yeah, you'll get something. What? Something? Good day. Move along. <laughs> Fine. So the, we were immediately dazzled by the casino itself, though. I'll give them that. You walk in. It's dimly lit. There's lots of fucking lights and sound from all the machines. It's loud. There's music playing. There's all kinds of fucking statues and stuff hanging from the ceiling and flashing strobes and shit. So it was fun. Mm -hmm. I'll give them that. It's festive. So. We're walking around, and I start to realize that we're the only people apparently able to walk under our own power today. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was really shocked. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was expecting. I but don't... I know I wasn't expecting walkers, scooters, and wheelchairs. I really didn't expect that the entire casino would be filled with the residents of the local convalescent home. I really didn't expect that. Me either. I, I expected some. I'm sure I, there's, some. Right. There's always old people at casinos always it's a given just like racetracks or anywhere else there's always some old crusty people but on thursday afternoon it was all of them but me and kim yeah and i was like Woo 
Everybody's living it up. There's people all in there, and of course, everybody's smoking pipes, cigars, and cigarettes. And a lot of them had their oxygen tanks with them. That's the that's the part I don't like. Yeah, I felt a little <laughs> bit at risk. I also don't like the fact that I'm, I'm trying not to be an asshole here. Cigarettes are very expensive in Texas, right? I think they're expensive everywhere. Okay. Don't you think that smoking is detrimental to your gambling habit? I would think. Because you're smoking more than you're winning when you gamble. Like, let's say you, okay, let's just say that you're gambling, you're playing at a a nickel slot machine, which was high rollers at this place, right? No, no, come on. There were some that were a lot more, $5 machines. Okay, but nobody's playing those. Most people are playing penny, nickel, dime slots. And don't be fooled by this. A nickel slot machine could cost you $15 a shot. Well, yeah, you gotta right? be careful. They're very. You, there's like 30 different ways you can play a slot machine. You can bet up to 30 coins on every fucking way you're playing it. So yeah, that gets expensive fast. But let's say you have a 90 percent payout or whatever. You're losing way more than you're winning to begin with, and now you're sitting there smoking five dollars an hour on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. right. So we're we're making our way around the gimps, and let me tell you this, scooter riders. I appreciate the fact that you need assistance with your mobility because you fucked your life up somehow along the way, or you're just lazy, one of the two. I don't know. Because none of the people that I saw, honestly, they would park their scooter, get up, and walk to a fucking seat and sit down. If you can walk that far, you don't need a goddamn scooter. Right? I I saw you walk. Okay? You were handling it. Don't park your scooter in the fucking middle of the aisle and then hobble over to a seat and take a seat. So now nobody else can get into the aisle. Yeah, that's kind of rude. So we're we're navigating the minefield of old people, which was kind of weird. <sighs> we play for a little bit, and they're like, "Yeah, let's go back to the room and rest, rest for a little while." Oh, are we gonna talk about the first machine that I played though? We had oh, issues. Yeah. It can't just be. I'm all excited. I'm ready to play some. Uh, slot I don't machines. know how I forgot this. My day has been super shitty. It's my first day no. of vacation. I expected to be playing slot machines by no later than two o'clock in the afternoon. It's six o'clock now. Okay. <laughs> Kim walks up to a slot machine and says, let's play this one. It's super cheesy. It right. was the barbecue time slot machine. Right. Fine. We sit down. I put my card in. It goes, give me some money. Kim par- puts her card in and he goes, I, I, I quit. I'm done. Wah, wah. And the machine throws up a fucking error. Right. Fine. I was like, what the hell? Why didn't he even do anything? Fine. And I'm breaking stuff. Fine. And I was, I I did not tell you, but I was worried that this was going to happen. Oh. I was. That my computer. Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Mojo was yes. going to leak into the fun the, time you would reach out. And... You would reach out and touch a slot machine and it would die. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm like, okay, well, that's just weird. Let's just, we'll, we'll find something else. Let's, let's go to this other one over here. The nuclear meltdown one. It's full of volcanoes and fucking gas masks and atomic explosions and all kinds of other crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. Kim sits down. Mm-hmm. It takes her card. No, it takes my, it takes my Oh, yeah, money, you put your money my in. Money. You put your money in. It goes slurp. $20 bill. And then it says, call an attendant, bitch. I am fucked. I'm broke. <laughs> Guess what? You don't get to play no games and you can't have your money. It literally took the money and then said, sorry, I'm broke. Call, call an attendant. <laughs> I, I was like, well, crap. <laughs> and at this point, I 
am not kidding. I almost said, you know what? I'm going to go to the bar and drink. However much money I was planning on gambling, I'm just going to go sit at the bar and drink till it's gone. And then I'm going to go to bed and then I'm going home. So we wait forever. And yeah, you finally get up and walk. To all find the machines the have a button that says call attendant. Okay. You press the button. A light goes on on top of the machine. And it, every once in a while it goes. Burp, burp. Not very often, but often enough that it might get somebody's attention. Right. Yeah. 20 minutes. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I know. So I said, fine. Fuck it. Now, and I have worked in a casino before. And I know for a fact when our slot machines at the casino I worked in fucked up, it set off an alarm. You couldn't hear it, but it set off an alarm in the control booth, mm. and they sent somebody down. Because an alarm from a machine could mean any number of fucking things well, sure, happen. Somebody's jacking right. with it. Yeah. Somebody broke it. Some, mm. Something happened. So I walk around until I find some stern-faced Indian fellows, and by Indians, I mean Native Americans who own this place, and I say, sir, this machine ate $20 of my wife's money, and it refuses to return it, <laughs> and we have not even been able to play. And he looked at me and said, do you, do you mean that she lost it? And I said, no, she put $20 in the machine. And then it said, call an attendant. Yeah. So they finally come. He's got to fill out this right. form. He asked me oh my, my birthday. I know. And I had to say it like twice. And he, he was like looking at me like, what? Like, it doesn't compute. <laughs> right. Like, what did you just sell me? And I was like. Yeah, I think I'm younger than most of the people here. Well, he acted like you he'd asked for your birthday and you went 13 45 2011. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? He's like this no no whatever. So he writes it down. He's making out this fucking incident report. What what, what were you doing when it happened blah blah blah. Then he goes, "All right, I'm going to call it in." And he pinches his lapel and he talks into his little secret service microphone. And he goes, "Okay, so I'll be here soon and I'll come by and, and check on you again." And then at that point I'm assuming he's going to go. He's going to leave. He's done. Right? What else is there to say? You've called somebody and they're going to yeah. come fix it. You can't fix it. Get the fuck out of here. Nope. Now he wants to talk to us. Yep. <laughs> Just having a little chit chat. Okay. <sighs> and I, I totally get when you want to talk to people that, that are a touristy kind of person. Because I worked at a tourist location before and it's fun to talk to people from out of town. Right? Yeah. Especially if you live in Thackerville, where out of town means exotic things like electricity. And running Cut water. it out. And cable TV that works. Fox that works. Fox that works. Mm -hmm. Neither of which we had in our hotel room, by the way. Fine. He would ask questions, and then he has no follow-up. Is this your first time? Yep. We just came to get away from the kids. And then he has no follow-up, but he just stands there. Yeah, looking at us expectantly, right. I'm like, what are you wanting me to tell you? Yeah, I don't know I, what you're looking for. I totally get people who want to carry on a conversation, but you need to develop the skills to do it yourself. I can't do both sides. Yeah, it's too much work. Right. I, so, I don't really care. So finally, he ambles off, and then a couple minutes later, a dude in a little checkered vest shows up, right? And he swipes his card through the machine, and he presses a couple buttons, and he goes, there, there you go. You're good to go. And I said, did that fix it? Because before, when my wife would try to put her card in or do anything else, it told her to fuck right off. Yeah, it had some weird code. <laughs> Right. And I said, oh, yeah, and there's money in there. It's not just that it's not working. It took our money. Okay. So now he's got to write out a little fucking thing to get our money back that we got to take to the cashier. And he then he goes, yeah, this one's totally fucked now. Good going, Kim. That's what he said. He said, you totally fucking broke yeah. this one, tourist bitch. I was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I promise. 
Yeah, then he, he has to open it and put the I am fucked sign on it. Mm-hmm. So and it stayed that way the whole time. Oh, yeah. 20 minutes. 20 minutes into our trip, and the, we've actually been in the casino, and Kim has killed two slot machines and killed them. That Neither one of them worked for the rest of the fucking weekend. Kim killed them. I know. It made me sad because I really wanted to play, and then I was afraid to. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to take my money and go to the poker room. Why don't you go back to the hotel and Sucks. see if you can keep your hands off everything else? So we finally get the money back and we start playing. We're playing penny slots, just being fucking losers. Literally, it's a tightwad. It's liter- a tightwad gambler way. Literally playing one, one penny at a time, time. <laughs> and making my money last. And then it gets to be late, and we're tired, and we go back to the room. We go back to the room. That's when we realize TV. Yeah, TV doesn't really work. We get some channels, not many. They put forty-inch plasma TVs in every room. And they didn't bother to hook up high-definition signals to any of them. That was lame. So even the channels you get, you look at them, you're like, that is the shittiest picture I've ever seen. Uh, I guess they're assuming that you're not there to watch TV. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I really do think everything in that room is set up to, to tell you to get the fuck out of the yeah. room. Fine. So then you make me sit down, and you're like, let's let's order room service for the morning. And I goes like, Kim, this is going to be really expensive for room service breakfast. And you go, that's fine. I don't care. We're on vacation. So we fill it out. Put it outside. Go to bed. You wake up at five o'clock in the morning because the sun is shining in your eyes through through the curtains, mm-hmm. and you're pissed off about that. Then you wake me up at nine o'clock and go, "Get out of fucking bed. Breakfast is coming, bitch." I get out of bed, and you go. By the way, the shower is kind of weird. The water that comes out of the shower does something to your skin. Yeah. Well, it heated up really fast, which I appreciated because you right. just turn the water on. It was pretty much ready to jump in. Yeah. Right. But then it was like they had put so much water softener in. That's the only thing I can think of that it made you feel like you were bathing in conditioner. It made you feel like you were bathing in lube. Kind of. Like you had just poured Astro Glide all over your body. It, it, was. it did feel, it felt exact. I'm not even kidding. This Very is not slick. an exaggeration. It felt like you had put KY jelly on your fingers when you were rubbing them under the water. Now, when you dried off, it was perfectly dry. Yeah, it is weird. But taking a shower, getting, I mean, I, c- I couldn't tell if I had the soap off me. I couldn't tell if the w- shampoo was out of my hair. Nothing. Nothing. Made my contacts feel very nice, though. Oh, I'm sure it was nice for that, but very everything nice. else, Everything not so else, much. boo. Mm-mm. Definitely then, not for drinking either. <laughs> no. I poured a glass of water to drink. I was like, well, look at that. It's completely opaque. Yuck. It's very cloudy, and I can't believe I just took a shower in that. Boo. <laughs> That's making me sad. So fine, fine. We get up and we get your your fucking special room service breakfast that you've been jonesing for, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna cut to the chase. It was shit. Well, it was, it was shit. okay. No, it was shit. I got essentially ten pieces of French toast, which is way too much French toast for breakfast. It was a lot of French toast, right? But it wasn't even on like brioche or nice bread. It was just white bread. And what did you get, an omelet? I got an omelet. I didn't really think it was bad, but what I was more most offended by was that the breakfast itself was $27, and they tacked on a $10 gratuity. And a $3 delivery fee. What the hell? And here's the thing that really pissed me off was I had to sign the check, and it's in the morning time. I'm a little groggy still. And uh, I filled it out, and, did, and there's a, a line for a tip. I had no idea they'd already chucked on 50% of the fucking meal cost as a gratuity, so I gave them another 5 bucks. Yikes. It was a $42 breakfast. 
think we lost more on breakfast than we did gambling. <laughs> for $42, I could have walked outside and had whores have sex with me for all the whole day. You know that? No, stop it. Anyway, so we, we had that breakfast, and it was, you know, whatever. So it's time to get back to gambling, right? And we go down to the floor, and uh, we're walking around trying to pick the machines. We did a lot of walking, Kim. Yeah, I should have had a pedometer on. That I, well, awesome. we should have both had should've pedometers because I walked like five times as much as you did. Because I was always going to get drinks and stuff. But we're walking and you go, hey, that chick just winked at me. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I have no idea why. I was like, she wanted to be okay. Up. She wanted to be up in your business. Cut it out. She wanted to be in your business. I thought it was weird. Yeah. So she winks at you. Then we sit down and we're playing slot machines. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, this older lady sits down next to you. Voodoo lady? Yeah, she sits down next yeah. to you, and she's watching you play your penny at a time. Yes, I'm like, why are you okay. so fascinated with my gameplay? Because you're playing the same game. Right, right. And she keeps watching you, and then she goes, you're doing that wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not going to win if you keep playing like that. That's right. what she told me. She tells Kim that Kim has to play at least 15 lines. Okay, right. which means she, Kim goes from paying a penny every time she hits the roll button to paying 15 cents every time she hits the roll button. And I, I looked at her and I said, well, you see, it's not so much the technique of playing the game. It's it's the game play that I'm enjoying. Right. I, I, I don't care. I'm just going to, I'm taking my time. So if I play by the penny, by the single line, it takes me much longer to get through my money. See? Right. We're just chilling. We're not really that fancy about it. The chick won't shut up about it. She says it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, you're doing it wrong. She's pointing you. Meanwhile, every time she fucking rolls the thing, she fucking contorts her hands around in the little voodoo claws and starts yeah. fucking jabbing them at the screen, chanting under her breath and shit. Saw a lot of that. No. Gamb- gambling Why are you people, doing that? you can't influence the computers with your magic hobo skills. No. And then at the end, she looks at her machine, which has zero payout. <laughs> she looks at my machine, and I've tripled my money. Right. And she goes, How are you doing that? Right. And I was like, why are you asking me that? You've been watching me play for the last hour. You can see what I'm doing. Yes. I'm not changing anything. I'm not being all tricky. Right. Now, oh. you're so you, you show her that, I mean, slot machines are math, people. You cannot, you literally cannot win long term on a slot machine. You cannot. Now, I had one time I put a penny in on the Star Wars dark side machine, and I did get almost $9 out. Yeah. However, that doesn't happen very often. it doesn't happen very often. You had one where you won like six bucks, right? Yeah. We played thousands of spins. We did, but That's here's the I'm thing. Saying. We put $20 in the machine the first day, and they keep spitting out tickets or whatever for your what you got left after right. your gambling. Right. We played all night Thursday night, all day Friday, and all night Friday night on right. that same $20. Right. And we still had money left. I mean, well, we it wasn't actually, like we lost it all. We actually ended up ahead. Yeah. I mean, we ended up about $15 to the good after it was all said and done. Yeah, so that's fine. Except for my poker money. Except for your poker money. Now, I'm going to tell a sad, sad story. I took $100 to the $1 and $2 poker tables because I'm a pussy, and I'm not. there's no way I'm getting into the bigger tables where the sharks will eat my fucking dick off. I sat down. I played for about three hours. And over the course of that three hours, I made about 40 bucks. Okay, so I was at like 140 bucks. Okay. And then I hit kind of a cold spell where I wasn't really getting any cards, and there was a lot of people moving in and out of the table. And I get nervous when the table, when the number of people at the table changes too often. It's unnerving. 
Like I'd played for a couple hours with the same nine guys, same eight guys. And you know what I'm saying? And then they mm-hmm. start moving people around. And I'm like, uh, I don't know any of you fuckers. I got to gotta chill for a yeah, minute. Well, now you got to start all over again, trying to right. gauge them. Exactly. And then I get in my hand, a pair of aces. Okay. And I've seen the people at this table. They go batshit occasionally. So I was like, all right, I got to be careful about how much money I put in. I got to be a little fucking chilly because it, it will get out of hand very quickly. Then the flop comes and there's another ace in the flop. And I said, fuck it. I need to get all of somebody's money right now. So I make a big bet. I bet like 30 bucks on the flop, which turns people into fucking rabid weasels. About half the table drops and the other half the table starts throwing money into the fucking pot like they've lost their goddamn mind. The river comes, or not the river, the turn comes and it's a seven. And I look at it. There's no, there's no possible straight on the board. There's no possible flush on the board. There's not even a possible full house on the board right now. So there's a seven. Fine. This guy at the end of the table loses his shit and goes all in. Okay. I have three aces. At this point, I see nothing that can beat me. So I would have to have four of a kind or a full house or a straight or some shit to get ahead of me. And they can't. It's not out there. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to make about $400 right now. And I push all my chips in and everybody else fucking bails out. So now it's just me and this guy. I'm about to win 400 to 500 fucking dollars right now. I'm about to win it. He fucking turns his hand over and he has a pair of sevens. And he looks at me and goes, oh, fuck me. So now we're both standing up. Everybody's milling around. The dealer's looking all fucking nervous and shit. And I said, and the guy goes, oh, good hand. He's ready to push his money to me. I'm ready to take it. And then the dealer flips the third, the last card, the river. What do you think the river card was, Kim? Well, I know what it was. It was a motherfucking seven. Unlucky seven. Three aces gets beat by four sevens. Fuck you all. Take my fucking money. Good night. I'm sorry. That was my poker story. It was an awesome poker story. Then we went to bed. Oh, <laughs> good day, sir. This day's over. <laughs> even even the dealer goes, you should go home. Oh. She goes, that was, you did a good job. And everybody at the table goes, you played that hand the only way you could possibly fucking play it. And uh, on the other, on the other hand, if it's the worst beat of this month, I'll get some money. They pay a bad beat bonus to people. If it's oh, the, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it won't be. Somebody's going to get a straight that gets beat by a royal flush or some shit. And that'll be fucking ridiculous. But anyway, or a royal flush, you know what I'm saying? Something stupid will happen. So fine, fine. We go to bed. It's the last night. You're asleep by the time I get in bed. I was like, okay, I go to bed. I'm reading my iPad and I'll fall asleep. We wake up the next morning, decide to go down and have a reasonably priced breakfast. That's $11 for about four times as much food. Yeah. <clears throat> We're eating and you have, the, you have this chocolate muffin. Now these chocolate muffins look delightful. They were moist and flaky or moist and like creamy looking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You take a bite. And you go, that tastes a little salty. Yeah. I- I've never had a salty, tasty muffin before. Right. But then you thought, 
I thought maybe I put got some salt from my eggs right. on it. Right. Fine. And then you look at me and you go, "It's it's hot. It's like my mouth is burning." <laughs> no, it wasn't just my mouth. It was my tongue. My tongue was tingling. And yeah, it felt like it was burning. And then I swallowed it and I started coughing. Right. And then what did you say? <laughs> I said, you need to try some of this. See if it does it to you too. Why, why don't you take a bite of this potentially <laughs> poisoned fucking muffin <coughs> and see if it kills you. Now, I I took a little nibble and it didn't do anything to me. I don't know. There's something in it. I don't know what the problem was, but I wasn't going to eat anymore because Whatever. I was sure I was going to die of anaphylaxis right there. I've never had my tongue do that before. Right. So I said, well, I'm going to take you home before you die. Let's go. So we leave. We're driving home and we get caught behind every motherfucker in the world trying to go to Lake Ray Hubbard. Stop it, people. Stop it. People are trying to jump over the fucking median. Like, drive their car up the median off of the service road because the traffic yeah, is so bad. Yeah, at like an 80-degree angle or something. It's right. impossible. There's no way you, you would even right. attempt it. But yeah, this this chicken or Chevy Nova is like burning rubber on in the fucking median trying to get up the hill. There's white smoke everywhere. Every car is backed up because everybody's afraid. People on the highway are afraid to pass where she's at in case she accidentally gets up on the highway and jets out into traffic. Right. People behind her are afraid that she's going to fucking come careening back down onto Which the road. she did. Right, right as we got there, her car just goes, no, fuck this, and just comes skidding back down the fucking hill. Fine. Fine. As we're moving through this now stop-and-go traffic, this chick next to us opens up her car door, leans out, and yaks <laughs> all over the fucking highway. And I mean just... <laughs> pours the vomit out of her belly <laughs> you said she spit something out i said no <laughs> that quantity is far too large well here's the thing something to be spat i've out. seen people puke before and it's not how it looks <laughs> it looked like she had a mouthful of stuff and she just spat it out but then she got up a little bit ahead of us and opened the door again and again like five times and, and i felt bad because there was a guy on a motorcycle like a, a car two cars behind them Ugh. I was like, oh, God. It was like, if she ends up getting vomit on that guy, I'm going to feel so bad for him. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was kind of entertaining, though, in a way, because it was so boring. The traffic was so slow. Oh, yeah. But, and that was, I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you've just summed up my vacation. It was thanks. only funny because it wasn't in my car. <laughs> right. So finally, we get back to the house, and uh, the girls were all happy to see us. And it was nice we talked about our trip a little bit and i showed the girls pictures and stuff we're gonna we'll try to get some pictures of the actual trip up you're not gonna see a lot but whatever and then uh we were going out to dinner for my birthday and thing three started bitching as soon as we got in the car so i'm home vacation's over your birthday is in june so we got home we we're gonna take the girls out to dinner and thing three started bitching as soon as we got in the car so yeah now we're home all right, that's the show. No news today. Oh, we're not doing any news. 30 minutes in. We're done. It was a long show. So that was our vacation. I hope you found a little bit of thrill. And if you didn't, whatever. It was my pain. I just well, put it out there. here's the thing. I, okay, the Windstar Hotel, eh, I give it a two plus maybe. Out of how many? Two stars out of four. Oh, uh, it's more than that. It's a three star hotel. Yeah, it it's was pretty, okay. It's pretty decent. It wasn't great. Well, you have to take into consideration that it's a casino hotel. They don't want know, you in the room. That's what I'm saying. The, right. That. Okay. I'm, I'm saying about two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. 
the casino, pretty good. Food kind of eh. The food. So you're there for the games. Go for the games. Don't be stupid about gambling all your money. Right. Go have some if you're, fun. If you're going to eat, I can recommend you can go to the Toby Keith restaurant that's there. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Barbecue chicken was good. The hamburger was good that Kim had. None of the other places I would recommend you spend any money on. Nathan's Hot Dogs. I lied. Yeah, that was If you want good. a chili dog and more curly fries than you could eat in a week. Although I'm wishing that we had some of our listeners with us because I think it would have been a total riot to play slot machines and drink daiquiris. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. If we do this again. It would be awesome. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. If we do this again. You invite people. Will you invite people to come down? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be the only person in there with a mask on. That's just That's not an oxygen mask. That's just silly. Yeah. Okay. Let me put it this way: If you're, if you think you'd be interested in coming down to either the Windstar or to the the casinos in Bozier over in Louisiana, because we thought about going over there too, send us an email. Send us an email. It's not going to be tomorrow. Probably won't even be before Christmas. But maybe next year, spring break. What do you think? Maybe you think we'll be done with the show by then. I don't know. We'll see. But if you're interested, let us know. All right, Kim, they want to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget that Amazon's our sponsor. If you go to our webpage and click the little linky linky, you can go to Amazon and get some buy some stuff there, and then I'll get paid, and that'll be awesome. Uh, leave us a review at iTunes, juicesofblueberry.com. Vote for us on podcast.la to come. You know what to do. All right, Kim. Yeah. New, new, new news with Kim. <sighs> you fucked that up again. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3 signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastelly.com.